0: Hello and welcome to The Incredible Witness Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Who Are You Being Influenced By? I was watching a film a few days ago in which the jury in a criminal court case were told to disregard some information they had just been told. In essence, they were instructed to act as though they had not heard information which they already had. What struck me is that once you have heard a piece of evidence, it's hard then to behave as though you haven't. That then got me thinking about the evidence in a court bundle or information you may receive from a colleague who has previously worked with the person you're about to assess. How do you ensure that you have not been influenced in one way or another as a result of reading or hearing whatever you've heard? I confess I don't have any fail-safe solution. In my experience, it all depends on your level of insight or awareness about yourself. We all have blind spots, biases, values, beliefs, proclivities and idiosyncrasies, whether we recognize this or not. It's not possible to be yourself and exist without them. The crucial thing is your acknowledgement of this and how you go about ensuring that your thoughts and evidence are as much as possible consistent with the facts and evidence in the case. How do you know, for example, That having read and digested the information in the court bundle, that this has not in some way coloured your view on the person or persons you're about to assess. That's why it's so important to check out or test our thoughts and ideas via the questions asked during during the interview process. We can of course be influenced by things we read and hear very easily. It happens all the time. When we listen to the news because we allow information to enter into our mind. And there's so much information, and we are such busy people, that we do not tend to make the time to filter our information, which, if we took the time, we might realise is biased in some way. As a result, that information is allowed to seep down into our subconscious mind and dwell there, influencing the way we think and feel and behave, without us being conscious of it. Let me give you an example that I am not in any way proud of. Many years ago, a friend of mine started going out with an Irish guy. It was around the time, or a bit after the time, the IRA had been active in setting off bombs and explosions in London. Out of the blue, without knowing him, or knowing hundreds of other Irish guys, in other words a sufficient amount in order to feel qualified to, ge- to generalise, I opened my mouth what came out was completely senseless. I said, he's not going to bum us, is he? After thinking about what I'd said, and to this day, I'm, I am highly embarrassed by the sheer depth of my stupidity and ignorant words. But I realised that this had nothing to do with my knowledge of Irish people, and instead everything to do with what I, what I was listening to from the media, together with my lack of vigilance concerning what I permitted to enter into my mind unchallenged. Have you ever thought caught yourself saying or thinking or feeling something which you realise at that moment or later was discriminatory or unfair to another? I don't know about you but I realise it's really important when that sort of thing happens that I trace back or try to trace back how I allowed the situation to affect the thoughts and feelings I experienced. In the example I just narrated I was able to recognise that we collect and store information via listening to the media without even being aware of it. Until, of course, it rears its ugly head, as it did in the example I shared. And then, if you have a certain degree of awareness, you are able to identify how and where you went wrong. If you don't, though, you might be left arguing about something you really have little, if any, knowledge about. Unless we actively take the time to be, to be circumspect about the information we allow up into our minds, we run the risk of holding negative and incorrect views about others. As I said, I found that whole event both exposing and embarrassing. In hindsight, I learned how easy it is not to even be aware that you might be thinking negative thoughts about others when you don't know them personally and have no understanding that you've been influenced to see others in a negative light it's easy to be influenced by what you see and hear on the television but it's just as easy to be influenced by what friends or colleagues say to you especially when friends or colleagues are providing you with advice and their intentions appear generally focused on caring for or supporting you in another embarrassing experience again many years ago i had recently commenced working at a company for the first fortnight Another employee in the same team as me was on leave. While she was away, at least a couple of my colleagues advised me to tread very carefully around this employee, called Doreen. They did not provide me with any clear examples of what Doreen had done or how she had behaved, which had given rise to the need for me to be wary of her. All they said to me on a number of occasions was, watch out for Doreen, just be careful around her. Such was the extent of the disquiet they conveyed to me that yet again, without realizing it, I instantly was affected by their concern for my well-being. So much so that when Dorian returned to to work, I purposely kept my head down and didn't even say hello to her, which was really quite rude, when I think about it now. Dorian was a mature woman, probably in her late fifties. Anyway, at some point later that day, Dorian approached me. She came over to, to where I was seated. Hello, she said. Her voice was gravelly, but her tone was pleasant and welcoming. Hello, I replied, somewhat hesitantly, both cautious and surprised at the same time, by her attitude. For several months I couldn't make sense of it. I got on fine with Doran. I noticed that she could be a bit prickly with others at times, but even when she disagreed with something I had said, or with my stated views, I had not felt at any time personally attacked. So why had they told me repeatedly to be careful around her? What I eventually concluded was that Dorian was just a strong character who had been in the same post for many years. She had had seen a lot of people come and go and experienced a number of managers and changes, some of which she was critical of. It was probably true to say that she was a bit cynical of the organisation, but as far as I was concerned, her reputation as being someone to be wary of was not warranted. Certainly this was true from my point of view, since she was always polite to me. What these experiences taught me was the necessity of asking questions of others and myself. In this latter example, it had been easy to take on, advice of, take on the advice of others because I was new and I had never met Dorin. In addition, more than one person had voiced their concern and their concerns were, or appeared to be, solicitous of my well-being, as opposed to being malicious, of malicious intent. What I had failed to do, however, was inquire about the basis on which others had decided that I needed protection from her, or ask questions about the fuller context in which any previous conflict had arisen between themselves and Dorian. I had then failed to maintain an open mind concerning her, and that was unfair. As stated above, Doran was prickly at times to others, including managers, and most people, including myself, were to some extent careful when asking her to do something, but personally, I always got on very well with her. Now, as well as being influenced to think negatively about another, we can be influenced to think positively about the world, other people, and ourselves. This can often happen when listening to someone whose message inspires you, or resonates with you in a meaningful way. Their message touches you emotionally, it's uplifting and calls forth from you higher vibrations and feelings that inspire you to become a different person, to look at your life in a totally different way, to think, act and become bigger and better than you have ever been before. This occurs when you like, value, respect and trust the person who has inspired you to follow their leadership and becomes a higher and become a higher version of yourself. There is nothing wrong with being influenced. The question you have to ask yourself is, how or in what way are you being influenced? Are the people you are following leading you in the direction you want to go? That is beneficial to you? Or are you just doing what the vast majority of people are doing, following the crowd? who have no particular destination in mind and consequently are are doing little more than treading water. As I said, there's no harm in following others, but if they don't know where they're going or have no direction they're heading for, then effectively you're going nowhere. Of course, if that's okay with you, well, there's no harm in it. It's your choice and it's your life. But if you want more from your life, if you have a goal and wish to achieve, a destination you want to reach, then it's your responsibility to be very careful who you follow or allow to influence you. It is so easy to be influenced, but to be influenced by the right people who are are right for you, who are taking you where you want to go, that requires much care, introspection and diligence. Remember that it is easy to be influenced by others without being aware of it. Our dreams and destinations should be as unique as we are. Make sure you're being influenced only by those who are qualified to lead you in the destination you desire. Until next time.